Hello, Craig. Have you gotten any further, Aaron? Um, I'm like I was telling Ian, I'm almost caught up to where I was on PlayStation, uh, but I also haven't been able to play really in the last week. So, um, no, I haven't to answer your question. But I mean, if you if I played another hour. I'd be caught up to where I am on PlayStation, and if I played another hour after that, I'd be, like, probably ready to take on Margit. Do you have some time after recording? Because we can play. can help you get caught back up. Um, if you say no, you I, fake. I actually don't have time because I'm going, uh, I'm hanging out with Caleb. Bruh. Not gonna lie, that's probably one of the worst excuses I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that that rat bastard can wait. <laughs> nah, that's fair. The gauntlet has been thrown. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I guess you go hang out with Caleb. <laughs> We're going to a used game store. Oh yeah, nice. He has some things that he wanted to sell. Come on, just take it to GameStop. It's the best place to get the money for it. I, Caleb, I'm actually supposed to try to watch episodes of uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with Caleb tonight. It's been that guy. He was like, I started it, and then I didn't, I didn't finish it. And I'm like, that's classic you when it comes to TV shows. It's so true. <laughs> He's so bad at TV shows. Especially now since, you know, the, the part that's out for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure isn't getting its second batch of episodes until the fall. So. <laughs> I ain't ever going to finish that. Oh, man. Netflix ruined the schedule for that. But it's still good. It's still good. It's just got to wait six months. Dreaming kind of ruined us in general. Like. True that. Some. Some platforms are like release all at once. Some platforms are released like the first two episodes, and then after that, it's weekly. Um, I think I prefer the weekly, just because gives you something to talk about for longer. Yeah, Oof. I always uh, I always prefer weekly releases. Like you, do you remember back way back in? ye olde days of Point University when we would watch Walking Dead every week. Yo, that was way back. But yeah, I do. That was a lot of fun. That was like that was, that was like right before the bubonic plague hit. So, you know, that was way back. The right, yeah, yeah, right before. This was like 2013, dog. Yeah, 2013, right before. Right before. But yeah, it was. Little did we know we'd, we'd be living it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just minus minus the rats. <laughs> I told you when I stopped watching, right? Yeah, yeah, you did. It was right right after that mid season finale, season four. Yeah. Um. The uh, the governor and Rick, like they were having a standoff at the prison, and I mean, you know, it was the people in the prison versus uh, what was the town that the governor. Woodbury. Woodbury. It was people of Woodbury versus people in the prison. Our heroes. And uh, Rick is really trying to uh, appeal to the governor's humanity. He said, we have sick children and a baby. And then the governor's just like, I have a tank. Yeah, I have a tank. <laughs> I don't know. That. <laughs> Great line. I was like, I'm out. I'm never watching this shit again. <laughs> yeah, he freaking katana Herschel to death. Yeah. yeah, that was like right after that. Oh my gosh, the yeah. Thing is, like, the first three seasons of The Walking Dead are probably some of the best TV in the last, so 20, in the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. Season four mm -hmm. was okay. Seasons like five and six or so weren't that great. But then, like, the seasons where Jeffrey Dean Morgan is Negan... Like he's brilliant, and he like carries mm -hmm. a lot of the weight. It's, it's interesting because like 
you know, The Walking Dead just wrapped up filming the series like a couple days ago. And so, like, it's going to be done here within the, this year. What's, what is the last season? Like, what number did they make it to? 11. Is it 10? 11. 11, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I stopped watching... Sick. It was like right, uh, like a couple episodes after they killed Glenn, I think. Yeah, there's like, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. That show has retained not all of the levels of its popularity, but it has retained its popularity kind of yeah, through I mean, all the stuff. It, it's, I mean, it's a good yeah. show at the end of the day. It's a good show, but yeah, I, I don't blame you. I stopped watching it too, and I love The Walking Dead. I read every I've read every issue of the comics. I stopped watching the show. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't deny its cultural impact. Like, it almost single handedly revamped like the zombie love mm-hmm. in pop culture. And I think I think it also ended up uh, contributing to the death of zombie love because everything turned into zombies. Yep. For like eight, nine years, and it was just like, all right, really, more zombies? Yeah. I think the final nail in the coffin for the zombie love was uh, Days Gone. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Like, oh, mm. <laughs> Remember when th- that game, everybody was like, this looks amazing. And then they were like, the only, thing, and then were like the only thing amazing about this game is its looks. Everything else is bad. Gameplay is it, it, garbage. It's, it's a cult classic. The yeah. people that love it love it. But yeah. I mean, how did how did Sony greenlight that? Like they already had a zombie game. They just trying everything. <laughs> Sony Bend was like, "All right, I have an idea." <laughs> Post apocalyptic zombie game. Sony's like. Old. I love it. Never heard of it. <laughs> Sounds like a great fresh idea. Dude, oh man. Anyway, I also still haven't seen the Halo series. I haven't seen I the, haven't either. I haven't it's getting better. I haven't seen the second episode of Moon Knight either, but the first episode was good. Me neither. The first episode, yeah, the first was, episode good. was good. It's weird. I watched it. It's weird and different, so I'm here for it. So do both of you or either of you have Game Pass Ultimate? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So one of the Game Pass perks is, uh, excuse me, <coughs> a free month of Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. And as long as you redeem that before the end of May, mm-hmm. you get the free month. So if you like, I think next week is the mid-season for Halo. Um. I think there's only eight or ten episodes. Hmm. Okay. So this week was episode three. Next week's episode four. If you wanted to redeem it next week when the episode goes live, you could catch up and then be able to watch it weekly until the season's done right. with that free month. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I have Paramount Plus. I'm just a bum and haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not a bum. Like, it's, yeah. The first episode's fine. The second episode's fine. The third episode's actually pretty good. All right, so hold out till episode three. Got it. <laughs> it's, it's getting better. Yeah. We've been watching just several other shows, and that's one that I'm probably going to be watching by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's harder It's harder to find time for those kind of shows. Yeah. Since I'm like an, I'm an early riser. Mm-hmm. And so like on, especially like on Fridays when I have the day off and Erica doesn't necessarily have the day off, but this week's her spring break and next week's good friday mm-hmm. so she has both the, the days off which is awesome nice. um but when i like wake up i'll like catch up on shows that only i like so like halo uh, moon knight are the most recent ones but i mean earlier it was like peacemaker and mm-hmm. wheel of time and i just can't watch peacemaker I know Why? It's a, it's so I, good. I can't see anything but John Cena killing people. It's so <laughs> I, good. It's... It, like, I, I completely accept that it's a, a well-written show, good character and all that, but it's just John Cena. And I, I watched, I've watched wrestling since I was like four years old and I can't see anything but John Cena just murdering people. <laughs> Man, you, 
it's I mean, I know it's not saying much, but it's legitimately the best DCEU like thing. It's a low bar, but hey, someone's got to be the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. I yeah, uh, Melinda and I actually just started watching The Wheel of Time. It's good. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. I, I don't know. I don't even know what that is. What is that on? Amazon. Amazon. It's so I had I was not familiar with the series. Um, I know Caleb really enjoyed enjoys the books, um, and I knew that Amazon was making the show, um, but I had not, you know, been familiar with the world at all. And I decided to go into the show blind to see if they could make someone that has no idea about the lore a fan. Yeah. And yeah, I ended up really enjoying it and I'm really looking forward to the next season. Yeah, we're like three or so episodes in, Melinda and I. The hard Dude, part that, is I can't that first, No, go ahead. That first episode, you're like, all right, this is kind of slogging along. Then it just takes a turn. Yeah. It just takes a turn. Nowhere, and you're like, yeah. oh my gosh. You're just like, what is going on? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what's going on. All right. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it's just yeah. The hard part. The hard part is like Melinda is like whenever I'm like, oh, I want to watch the show. She's like, we should watch it together. I'm like, I just want to. We're just gonna take us. So, I just want to finish the show. It's gonna take us so long if I'm watching it with you. <laughs> I'm not saying my head and not loud. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. That sounds great. What a great idea. <laughs> awesome. I'd love awesome. that. Yeah, I love nothing Bond more time. than yeah. It's just so funny. Even she's even like, you can't watch. She she's like, you can't watch Night Moon without me. And I said, until you get until you get the title right, yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, that's the title, Night Moon. And I said, if you keep thinking that, I will. Uh, I'll see you at the end of the series. <laughs> I'll give you the rundown after the finale. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, I'll spoil. I'll spoil every week for you. That might be Ethan Hawke's character. It might. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway. Right. Let's get into it. Um I need to sorry, I need to take another sip of Chug, Chug, Chug. You know. Podcast juice. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Best Friends Gaming Pod. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Weiss, alongside the fifth most famous podcaster in all of Roanoke, Virginia, Brian Stinson. You're just going to be silent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also joining us is... You know what, Ian? I haven't come up with like a little intro intro for you um, i just assumed you didn't like me no it's, I, I i just needed i need to th- i need to think of like do you technically live in petrie city or close enough yeah close i mean fayette county is all like one city pretty much um pretty much uh I'll, I'll i'll think of something the you don't have to come up with it on spot hit us with it next week yeah yeah <laughs> put some I'll, real I'll, thought into it i'll be i'll be thinking of it i'll be thinking of it um <laughs> Yeah, but that voice you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, from Good Day Gaming is Ian Larson. Hey. <laughs> See, I, 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 I enjoy that. The, the, the silence, that, that was unacceptable, you know? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, you know, felt a little cold-shouldered a little bit, and it's... That's fair. I feel like I fit. You know, I feel like silence on a podcast on a podcast is probably unacceptable, considering <laughs> that people are tuning in to hear someone say something. So I get it. Yeah. It's uh, a Roanoke thing. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. a Roanoke. It's, yeah. it's a yeah. Brian Brian's been meeting with the other four most famous uh, podcasters in Roanoke, and he's been getting tips so he can move up the list. Yep. Um, one day he might be adopted as a Carlin brother. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> or they'll just move. <laughs> or or they'll just move. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I could jump see that. from fifth to first. Fifth to first. Yeah, that, that'd be nice. 
Or maybe the Brian Simpson story. Or maybe I'll jump from fifth to twelfth. You know who knows. Yeah, yeah, maybe other famous podcasters will move to Roanoke. (laughs) Try and fill that void. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Who knew it was such a hot market there for podcasting? I mean, certainly not I. Or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Or anything, yeah. You don't, don't you talk about the Star City of the South that way. I will. You I will talk about this. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> what, what are they going to do about it? Send the Carlins after me? I mean, they might. <laughs> they might. <laughs> well, then they'll be out of Roanoke, and you can be number one. That's, that's easy. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Carlins. Go to go to Fayette County. <laughs> oh my gosh! In case you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is Best Friends Gaming Pod, where each and every week we gather around discord and talk about video games and all that we love about them uh this week we have playstation plus stuff lego star wars reviews are in and uh, of course we're going to be talking some elden ring uh we, we we might touch on lego and epic teaming up to make a metaverse for children and maybe the morality behind that um but hey you know what Let's just strap in and talk about the PlayStation Plus news. Uh, Ian, you wanna you wanna chat about that for us real quick? Sure. I was uh, even though I don't have a PS5, I was really just interested because of how much uh, I love the whole concept of the Xbox Game Pass. I was just interested on like what they were gonna do because i wasn't sure if they were gonna try and directly compete or if they were just gonna try and have their their own sony version of it and be able to say this is similar but it's different so don't compare us just because i mean xbox has a what three four five year head start on it and i mean it's i mean everybody loves it i never hear anybody really talk bad about game pass because it's what what is it the the best uh best deal in gaming yeah, whatever whatever they call it. Um but yeah, th- so they announced it that instead of obviously it wasn't going to be called Spartacus, but that's that's what their code name was. It's PlayStation Plus and then three different tiers of it. It's uh Essential, Extra, and Premium. Uh it it seemed like to me PlayStation Plus Essential, which is the lowest tier, is basically just PlayStation Plus what it's it is already. Yeah. It's just the same thing. You get your two free games, uh, you get your online play, and then like game discounts, etc., that kind of thing. And it's uh, $10 a month or $60 a year. With PlayStation Plus Extra, you get every. Everything from the six different games that are going to be on there, but they definitely haven't announced the bulk of it. Uh, uh, is the first two tiers uh, plus up to 340 PS1. PS2 time. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Of the options, but a big number for sure. Um, and that one is $18 a month or 120 yearly. So they're definitely pushing the, they want you to get it for a whole year, which is a smart play, and they want you to get kind of hooked on it so you stay on it. Yeah. Um, cool. I've heard that at least 400 of the 700 games are just various forms of Tetris. I mean, that's all I need. <laughs> Tetris is one of the greatest games of all time, so... Yeah, but selling. How, how many variations of Tetris do, do we need? How, how many Puyo Puyo regular Tetris 
Uh, uh, Tetris, Tetris Tag Tournament. Where's that Tekken? Um, <laughs> Tekken. <laughs> um, Puyo Puyo te- Tetris. <laughs> um, <laughs> you that and that's just four. All right. <laughs> did, oh, I, did I mention Tetris Tag Tournament? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, don't forget Tetris Effect. Mm. That was actually legit. It's so fun. That one's it's so good. It's so fun. I mean, it's got nothing on Tekken Tag Tournament, but it's you, pretty good. You, you turn on you 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 put your uh your your headphones on and turn on Tetris Effect connected, and you are just like in a zone. They're playing. It'll take you to like, a magical place. It really will, yeah. and um. If you have not played that, even if you're not a fan of Tetris, listeners, just give that a shot, and maybe you'll become a fan of Tetris after playing that. I mean, it when it when it comes down to it, it is just Tetris, but it's also like the most gorgeous looking Tetris you've ever seen, and the the soundtrack is just very zen and mellow, and you just really get into it. And they're like the background. Like, each level has, like, a different background. I think there's dolphins at one point. It felt like I was at the beach playing Tetris. It was beautiful. I feel like we're getting more hype out of Aaron for a Tetris game than, like, anybody has ever talked about Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I like Tetris, all right? just Hey, Tetris is great. There's a reason it's been around this long. Seriously, yeah, great game. And that reason is Aaron, apparently. Yeah, I've I've bought every edition of Tetris, even the mobile versions um, that have uh, ads. Yeah. <laughs> um, that pop up I, I in played, the middle. That and those ads <laughs> pop up in the middle of you trying to make your line. <laughs> so it's a... <laughs> they're like, "You want your line piece? Watch this thirty second ad." No. <laughs> <laughs> um. What were we talking? Oh yeah, PlayStation Plus. Um, I this new it, it's fine. I I know Game Pass at the beginning wasn't what it is today. I mean, it had to earn its title as the best deal in games. And I think I think if PlayStation is serious about trying to compete with Game Pass, they'll do this well. Um. A big miss is not making PlayStation 3 games downloadable. Um, like, I don't know what it was about the cell processor that can't be emulated on a console with the specs of a PlayStation 5. Like, I, I have no idea why it can't do it, but like, it's it just. To, it's hard to do on a gaming PC, like a top tier one. It just, yeah. they never run well it or just, look right. It seems to me that of all companies, Sony should be able to figure it out because they literally invented the PlayStation. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like, I mean, and also it's been over 15 years since the PlayStation 3. And, you know, there's probably like a whole generation of PlayStation gamers that hopped in on the PlayStation 4 that have like no idea some of the great games of the PlayStation 3. And like they've been able to play PS2 games and PlayStation 1 games. Um bunch of I think there's a bunch of uh Vita ports and PSP one games mm-hmm. as well. Like there's like a whole it, it's just like this hole in the PlayStation um history that's like unaccessible unless you have streaming and then the streaming is like unreliable at best i've seen like people with just ridiculously good internet be able to stream the games well um but not everyone has that gig speed internet I think they they actually said there's a fourth tier for areas that don't have the speeds that's it's like less 
and there's a couple options different since you're not going to get that ability to play the PS3 games, at least up front. But I, for, mm. I forget what it it was. It was basically like the second tier and then something. I don't remember. It was not a a big deal one way or another. And yeah, just kind of saying like 400 PS4 and PS5 games, like those could have a variety of quality like yeah we know games aren't going to come day and date because sony yeah so i think think that's a big deal to a lot of people like i was pretty sure they weren't going to do that because sony is so proud of their first party games and all that but that does make a lot of people not super interested that's one of the biggest things for me for game pass if there are if there are like indie games that are at least timed exclusive, maybe I don't think that they completely ruled out like smaller games being day and date. Um, Especially like, cause you gotta like look back to like fall guys and um, rocket league. Like both of those games got a really big boost and I'd say rocket league probably got a bigger boost. Um, because they were on PlayStation Plus, uh, the monthly game, um, for free, uh, and uh, you know, Sony just pays those studios like gobs of money to have the game for free for their subscribers for one month, just one month, um, and then after that, like, like the specifically rocket league built a lot of hype. Uh, I remember it was exclusive to pl- PlayStation for a long time. And then uh, in like early 2016, it finally came to Xbox and like uh, the people I play video games with and I were so excited because we had played rocket league a few times on other people's playstations and we had, all had Xboxes and we all bought it. So like it worked giving it for free for a month worked. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe if they do that with some of the smaller titles, they can build hype for just these games that would be hidden gems. True. But I don't think it's a better value than game pass. Brian, what, 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 what do you got going on in that, that beautiful head of yours? I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Sony's. I feel like Sony's focus has been their ability to crank out like a really great library of first of like not first but like third like no no first first party um, single player experiences that are unique that are just like a part of the Sony family of of kind of like gaming companies and networks and things. And Xbox is more about the family of games with, within the Xbox family. Um, you know, not just, not just Xbox <clears throat> series S and X, but Xbox one, Xbox 360, original Xbox and things like that. So I, I think that Xbox is more about kind of the experience overall with what they can offer where PlayStation is has been very Sony in particular has been very proud of their ability to create the best single player games on the market. And I feel like this, I mean, just do what you're good at. If Xbox mm-hmm. is better at that than you, then just let them have that. But this could just be a case of where video games are moving. It's, it's not about what games are available on what platform now. It's about what those platforms can provide as services. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like Game Pass is a, is a great service. And I think that PlayStation <clears throat> Plus is trying to move in that direction to offer a great service for better value to kind of round out somebody's experience on PlayStation. So I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. I just wonder what what happens if they they try and it's and it's just not good enough, you know. Then what? 
I think they are kind of running the risk to not really running the risk, but I think there is the risk of if they can't get it to a certain level quick enough that the comparison to Game Pass may hurt it like in its lifetime. Yeah. That people just be like, this isn't as good as Game Pass. I'm not going to wait for it to get better, which isn't fair, because like Aaron said, Game Pass wasn't stupendous when it first came out. It took time building a library and building all the all the features. And I, I don't think they even did a lot of the the day and date stuff early on that came a little bit later once they realized it was beneficial i want to say the first game or at least the first game that i can remember doing day and date was sea of thieves yeah yeah so i i just worry because i mean i think it's a cool concept and if i ever get my hands on a ps5 and they support this well and don't like bail on it or anything i'll probably get it just to be able to play older games which unfortunately all the the throwback games are the more expensive tier but it's way easier than pulling out my ps1 or my ps2 or does that seem backwards to you a little bit but then i i kind of thought about it and they, I mean, it seems backwards as a like a fan, as a consumer, mm. but as a company, they know that's one of the biggest features is people want to be able to because it's even on the PS4 and the PS5, it's still hard to find all of the games that you want. Mm. And they know that's what people are wanting. So they know people are willing to pay more for it. Right. That's just kind of a, a crappy industry. And, We're going to make money kind of. Yeah, I think. If Sony can do something like Xbox did, if PlayStation can get a major third party to partner with them to mm-hmm. add game, like if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you have EA Play and you have access to all of those games. True. And um, that just adds value. I think if PlayStation could maybe get Ubisoft um because ubisoft already has its own streaming thing um or game pass like whatever you want to call it um if they could partner that could also be that could be huge even though like i'd argue that ubisoft their at least their modern library is very samey like the games are like just kind of variations on another one another but if they were to get like their historical library, bring back like Rayman, bring back Prince of Persia, um, it like you know all the Ghost Recon and Splinter Cell, those games, I think that I think that they'd have a real special bundle right there. Yeah, um, I think it would definitely be a boost for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, time will tell if, um, if this new PlayStation plus will work out. I think I'll, I'll probably be on the lookout for, uh, a year membership at like CD keys or cheap ass gamer or something like, I don't even pay full price for PlayStation plus anyway. I always find the codes never pay more than like 45 bucks. So yeah, we'll see if I'm getting in on the mid or upper tier. Uh, But yeah, I, I think if I can't find a code, I think, I think I'll just stick with the bottom tier. Um, I mean, April has some good, PlayStation Plus games. Uh, I forget exactly what they are um, this month, but I remember being pretty impressed. Oh, um, Hood Outlaws and Legends. That's a game that I've wanted to play. Um, I've never heard of it. Oh, and SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Yeah. Which. Is a game that I did not want to buy, but it was interested in replaying. Um, so yeah, I've, I've already then, played like halfway through. <laughs> and then the Slay, Slay the Spire, um, which is a very beloved um, card, like video card game. Um, 
But yeah, uh, so let me look up Hood Outlaws and Legends. So it didn't review super well, but I mean, it's an action game. Um, the player assumes control of an outlaw who must infiltrate a keep of authoritarian power named the state and compete against a rival team to steal the treasure hidden in the cube's vault. So it's, I feel like it's a little bit of like, like payday mm-hmm. um, in a way, but um, the player can form a group of four in order to pull off the heist, which has three phases. The first phase requires a player to steal the key from the sheriff. Um, next, they're giving clues to regarding the location of the vault um, and the opponent team will be notified once they know the location of the vault. Um, the opponent team can also observe the behaviors of the AI and pinpoint the location of the opposite team. Um, obviously, different characters have different skills and abilities and weapons, um, but... Oh, this is funny. The, the, the different players have... Or different characters have different stuff. So, like, Maid Marion... Yes, you can play as Maid Marian. Uh, it has a crossbow and smoke grenades. Sure. Uh, I don't know who Took is, but he's equipped with a flail, and Little John has the ability to open locked gates, and only he can do it. So, I mean, it got very middling reviews when it came out. Oh, shoot, it came out last year? I thought it was older than that. Um, but pretty interested in it and uh you know another one of those games that i didn't want to buy but happy that it's on playstation plus for free yeah definitely it seems like an interesting concept i mean it's the same people funnily enough it's the same people that made um sack boys big adventure um wow they've developed like just a lot of random hmm. games like Sonic All-Stars Racing Apparently they did Little Big Planet 3 which I could have sworn that was still um the original developers whose name escapes me um they're coming out with a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Sure, why not? Um, but yeah, I, I think it looks interesting. Okay. Uh, speaking of things that look interesting, how about Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga coming out? Um, big nostalgia for the Lego Star Wars games. I mean, I think they weren't the first Lego games, period, but they were the first Lego games to, like be based on different IP. Um, And, of course, the first one famously did the prequels instead of the original trilogy. So, um, I think the first LEGO Star Wars games kind of helped, like, bring the prequel trilogy into, like, a more popular light. Um, cause I mean, even this was even before like clone war, like the clone wars movies or games shows, gosh, one um, of, one forms of entertainment, one form of media. Um, and of course the, the, the clone wars show really like helped the prequel a lot, really elevated the prequel. Like you really got to see more of Anakin's like descent into the dark side. Uh, but yeah. Wow, spoilers. He does what? <laughs> Good thing he's not another main character's father, am I right? Um yeah, seriously. <laughs> um but I think the game looks awesome. How do you guys feel about it? Like it, it it's gotten, you know, pretty solid eights and nines across the board. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's it's fun and it's smooth and it's 
it's a really good like update remaster whatever you want to call it to make it more modern without losing what made it fun and like whenever the first one came out in like oh six oh seven whenever it was but it i mean it's fun and there's a bajillion characters to unlock and play as and i mean obviously you're going through the entire skywalker saga so there's just a lot of content and just a lot of like fun little things that aren't necessary but are just enjoyable like different characters like even just their idol if you leave the controller alone just the way they interact with each other the things that they do i definitely give it like eight maybe a nine yeah i've considered i've actually considered picking this one up because i i mean i love star wars and the Lego Star Wars games are so they they are so much fun. They're like excellent um, couch co op games as well. Yep. So like, and there's not a ton of games that are great couch co op options. And so if you like Star Wars and you have you know somebody that you could play a game with, I mean, this is a this is a perfect kind of this is a perfect uh, type of game to pick up. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always do a good job at re at recreating scenes and being faithful to kind of the source material as well, which is something that I've always really appreciated with the Lego Star Wars games. Um, I've even seen recently some videos on YouTube of people doing side by sides of scenes from the movies and mm-hmm. scenes from the Lego uh, Star Wars Skywalker saga. Um, at the same portions and they do really you can tell that the people who make these games are also fans of the franchise um so Mm -hmm. it's really cool to be able to see that type of stuff now what's interesting to me about this is of course it's the whole skywalker saga but you might not remember that in like 2011 there was a Clone Wars, Lego Star Wars, the Clone Wars game, and that's not included on this. Um, and also, I completely forgot that there was a Force Awakens Lego game, mm. which was weird because it was only Force Awakens. They didn't wait for the whole trilogy uh, to come out. And so the Skywalker saga is the first time that you're playing through movies eight and nine. Um but from what i've heard like it's a decent it's a decent value for the price like having all three trilogies and you can play like you can you can play any movie and whatever or like whichever trilogy you want first like i've heard some people start with the sequel trilogy because that's the one that they hadn't experienced yet yeah uh, um but I think that I think if I were to get them, I would personally play starting with the prequels and going through all the all the way through the sequels. Yeah, that's what I did. Um, and yeah, I I think this would be a fun couch co op game. I mean, I I've played other ones in such a way, but I have not played. I have not played. Uh, a Lego, or I haven't played any Lego games with Erica, um, and I think she might enjoy it. Um, I'm trying to remember in Lego games, do you control the camera? Kind of. Kind of. It, well, not really. It's it's a set camera. I'm pretty well. At least in the past, it's been a set camera. You just kind of move mm-hmm. your character. Um, Ian would be able to speak better to it. Yeah, there's there's a little bit more of it than in the older versions but Mm -hmm. it's not like trying to play a first person shooter or anything like that it's kind of somewhere in the middle okay um yeah that that should be fine i think playing a 3d mario game was about like the limit for camera control at least for right now until um until she were to get more used to it um, but I think that, I think that, uh, a Lego game would be 
a lot of fun to play. And like last year, we went through the Star Wars movies, um, and that was a lot of fun. So I think it'd it'd be fun to like re re experience those as um like in game form. Well, let's see what we got last on the. Oh, how could I forget? We got to go back to the lands between. Anyone got any interesting stories? I know I don't, uh, but I have at least a story. <laughs> Dang it, Aaron! <laughs> <laughs> Try well, harder. I have, a, I have a story. It's just not interesting. Oh god! Well, well actually, it, it might be interesting. You know what? The viewers might or listeners might think it's interesting. So who am I to say? That it's not interesting. I I don't know what interests you troglodytes. Um, <laughs> so, last episode, you might remember me, uh, pretty much begging on my hands and knees to get this game on Xbox, and um, I was asking for charity. And you know what? Um. Santa came not once, but twice. And by Santa, I mean Bryant and Ian both bought me a Elden Ring, which, you know, is really, really kind, and I very much appreciate it. Um, however, I feel like you guys could have coordinated a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe. Neither one of us knew that we were going to do it, so... Well, yeah, but I mean, like... <laughs> Whatever. Um, I don't remember which one I redeemed. I looked it up and I, I couldn't, you know, you know, like get money back on one that I didn't because it was just going to go directly to like money would go directly back to whoever. Mm -hmm. um, so I think now it's been it's been two weeks since I redeemed it. So the money should be returning to whoever's account soon because I didn't redeem the other code. Um, but I've been able to get back to close to where I was on PlayStation. I am doing a different build, although I can't remember exact. I think it's like along the lines of Warrior or something um, that I chose for this one. And um, it's amazing, like how much quicker I've been able to get to where I am. Like I've literally played an hour and a half or two hours and I've made at almost as much progress as I did in over 10 on PlayStation five. Uh, Cause I, I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know how much of a souls born noob I am. Um, and if you know anything about Elden Ring, you know that it is vast and it is the definition of a sandbox. Like, mm -hmm. it is so open. You don't have to follow the story at all. You can kind of just explore and fight enemies and, you know, upgrade your build and do all that fun stuff, um, which is what I was doing. But I also had no idea what I, that, what I was doing um, in the PlayStation and now that I have, like, a, a decent grasp on what I'm doing, um, things are just going by a lot smoother. Um, I have to say, it is weird getting, like, I know that inherently the Xbox and PlayStation controllers aren't that different, but the hand feel is just different enough to where it, it kind of throws me off still. Um, playing on Xbox, uh, I, I mean, I know I'll get used to it, but it's it's weird playing a game that you're used to playing on PlayStation on Xbox or vice versa. Um, mm -hmm. That's why I typically don't try to play the same game on both systems because i know it just feels weird going back and forth um but this was a very generous gift thank you both um 
the realest co-hosts there ever have been. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll have more interesting stuff next week. I am putting it down right now. Mark my words. By recording next week, I will have felled Margit. I'm gonna hold you to it. Even if it, we, even if we have to record at 11 p.m. on Friday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, that's good. What about you, Ian? Where have you? Have uh, how's Elden Ring been treating you? Uh, I've done a lot of. I was t- telling Aaron before you hopped on. I uh, I've done a lot of like just roaming around, uncovering map, and just kind of exploring. I haven't uh, taken out any more of the like main bosses, but I've I've taken out several of the like random uh, field bosses. I guess is what they call them. Yeah. Uh, and that's fun, you know. And I ha- I don't even think I've come to a point of like getting to another main story boss uh i don't even know if i'm close to it but uh i I think i'm like level 51 because i've just been running around and killing things and just leveling up and finding new weapons i found a staff accidentally that was like the perfect staff for the stuff i was doing already uh i'm still not totally understanding how all of the mechanics of the game work i just know that it has like really good uh call it like level scaling oh uh, yeah based on the my build and it did like extra gravity damage or whatever and i use a bunch of gravity magic spells so that helped and it i'm to the point to where i'm confident to take on anything that's not like a main story boss like not that it's like easy, but I'm confident enough that I can. I'm taking out a couple of dragons, taking out a couple of sentinels and the little, the guys that guard the minor erd trees and all that. Um, yeah, and that one that one in the Weeping Peninsula that's like all the way at the end through that castle. I don't remember what his name is. Uh, you talking about Castle Morn? Yeah the the lion dude. Yeah. yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> he he was he was very annoying. Um, but I think I I took him out like before I leveled that point. That was, I, if I had taken him on where I am now, it would have been a lot easier. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much. I haven't done anything really of note. It's just been like wandering around places, fighting things until I come across something I can't beat, and then leaving and going somewhere else, wandering around until I find something I can't beat, and then sometimes I'll hop back and be like, "Well, maybe now I can beat that other thing." And yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm trying. What is it? What is the name of that guy? Leonine something. Some, yeah, it's it's something weird. Like yeah. it's not a anything you would it's, normally name anything. His weapon is baller though. True that. It's a cool weapon when you, that you get when you beat him. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've made a lot of. I made a lot of progress, and not main story progress, but just kind of in in different areas. So yeah, since the last time we we were we recorded and talked, I think I beat Margaret, and I was on my way to fight Godric. Hmm. Since then, I since then I beat Godric. And I've gone into the next zone, but I've, but since then I, I took out the dragon at Ag Hill Lake. I beat the tree sentinel. I've beaten like six catacomb bosses, mm-hmm. um, a couple minor earth trees, um, continued some quest lines. And I'm not going to lie. I think I broke because I went to zones I wasn't supposed to prior to <laughs> dealing with the thing. And yeah, which it's okay. You live and you learn. But, um, and then, see, I, I think I've beaten like 10 bosses, including Godric, since the last time that yeah. we talked, including one yesterday when I was just roaming in an area and a boss popped out of nowhere and I was not prepared. Those are the best. I was not prepared. It just came out of nowhere. I mean, I killed it, but I was still like the whole time I was angry. I'm like, you, I, I was not expecting you to be here. If I die, I'm going to be furious. I don't even know how to get back here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, the, that dragon at a heel lake when you, you're just kind of wandering around in the water and you're like, Oh, there's a crowd of random enemies around this fire. And you're like, I wonder what they're doing. You get closer and it just 
pops up out of the sky and dive bombs. Just, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, and of course, continuing to take advantage of of the uh, of co op. One of the things I learned recently about co-oping in Elden Ring is that so you know that the the Elden Ring PVP mechanic is that you can co-op with people, but you can also invade people. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a default setting within Elden Ring, invasions are turned off. So that your ability to be invaded is turned off by default. But if you co-op with someone you open up the opportunity for yourself to be invaded. And there's nothing you can do about it. If you don't like it, if you don't like it tough. But the cool thing is that there are different, there are different um, things that you can use. So there are different types of people who can do certain things in the game. Some of them are called hunters. So you have, Mm -hmm. you have gold phantoms, which are co-op friends, red phantoms who are invaders and blue phantoms who are hunters and hunters. Their whole job is, they go into worlds where people are being invaded and they kill the invaders. So what, like, their whole job is to, is to get rid of invaders for, uh, for, for people. So, oh. so, so that's super cool. Um, and so I've been co-oping a lot lately and with a friend who like, you know, one day we were talking, we were both kind of like in the, in the twenties. And the next time I talked to him, he, he's like, bro, I'm like level 55 now. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And, and he like, uh, and so whenever I co-op with him, he gets invaded all the time because his level cap is so much higher. And so he, I'm like, bro, I can't take on these people and help you. You need to figure something out. I'm getting three shot over here like a scrub. Like, we need to, we need to fix this. So anyway, that's kind of my Elden Ring update. going to gonna keep um, i think the thing i'm gonna try to do next is take on the uh take on the legacy dungeon in the area that i'm in and keep on going forward i'm also figuring out you don't need to farm for runes in this game like the game scales yeah, not much you, the game scales you well throughout areas obviously you the hope is that the game hopes that you just get better as you go from zone to zone which you do you do mm-hmm. you know so you know as as your health goes up and stuff like that you you begin to be able to last longer in fights that help you figure out how to approach them and often helps you win fights. So, um, so the game is the, the, it's not handholding, but it is, the bar is much lower. Still, mm-hmm. still, still loving it. I've logged like 30 something hours already. So it's been nice. great. Have, have you been to Kaled yet? Uh, heck no. Is that not the worst area of any map of any game you have ever played? Yeah, <laughs> it is miserable. I, yeah, dude, I I have been people have been like Brian, you need to go to Kaled, and I'm like, dude, I've heard plenty about Kaled. I'm avoiding that for as long as possible. But I know that there's yeah, some I, incredible items in Kaled, but I that's where I found my staff that I use. Yeah, it's the only good thing I can say about it. Yeah. But I'm not trying to get two shot by some enemy that's two feet tall, so. Yeah. True to it. <laughs> I, I stumbled in there long before I was even close to a high enough level <laughs> to be. I, I still don't think I'm high enough level to be in there, and I'm over fifty. Uh, but I before I semi understood the invader mechanic, I kind of went in and I didn't realize there's like NPC invaders yeah. that from time to time will invade, yeah, and somebody in. Yeah, and I I got invaded like as I walked in. I was like, "Who is who is this? Who are you? Why are you here? How am I getting invaded? I'm not even playing online." <laughs> and then I realized, "Oh, this is this is just an NPC in that same mechanic." But yeah, it was a "Who are you? Who are you? Oh, you one shot killed me. Cool. Bye." <laughs> yeah, I was I was like looking up just randomly just like what level do you need to be roughly to beat to beat the game? And and like, it's like level one hundred twenty plus. Ugh. It's kind of a minimum of what you need to be to beat the final boss. But it's easy. That's a lot more hours. It is a lot more hours, but it's easy because every time you upgrade an attribute, it's it's a level. So True. one attribute upgrade is so if you if you move your decks from twenty five to twenty six, you go up a level. So if you move your decks from twenty five to twenty nine, you go up four levels. So 
it's 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 more about your stats and less about your level. Your level doesn't matter. Your stats do. Right. So that's kind of it's more about focusing on the stats and putting them putting the points where you need them to go. I'm getting to that point now where I'm, you know, 10, 15,000 runes doesn't do anything for me. So the other oh, day, yeah, yeah, the other day I dropped 10,000 runes and I was like, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> so, that's, a, that's a third must of the nice. level. Must yeah. be freaking nice. It, it's not. It, it, it makes it a lot harder to keep grinding because you're, you're like, yeah, I want to level up. I'm going to get one more level before I before I turn it off. It's like, oh, but I need like 50,000 runes to level up. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and you do. You get to a point where it's like you die and you have like seven, 8,000 runes and you're just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. The amount of times I've been like, do I want to go back for those? I was in a party with a friend the other day who was just like, Brian, I just dropped 600,000 runes. He was so dejected. I was like, ah, oh, scrub. Man, if I, if I dropped that many, regardless, I don't even care if I'm level 120. If I dropped that many, and die before I get back to him. I'm done playing the game. I will not continue playing the game. Speaking of playing a game, have I got the game for you all to guess? Is Sekiro Shadows <laughs> die twice? We need to we need to play the the game, Bryant. The game we need to play. I need I need I need to start off with you know. I need, I need you guys to play the game. Come on. <laughs> okay. 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 We'll play the game. Uh, um, Brian, why don't, why don't you start us off with, uh, you know, a real question. How dare you? That was a real question. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty valid. Is, is, uh, is this game, was this game conceived before Ugh. There's a difference between conception and released, so just... Was this game conceived? (laughs) (laughs) Was this game made, or released, rather, before January 1st, 2000? No. Okay. Ian? Um, Was this game released... Before January 1st, 2010. No. Was the game released after January 1st, 2015? Yes. Was this game released after January 1st, 2020. No. This is, is this a From Software game? Yes. I take it. I, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeez, I just don't know that much about from software games. Uh, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> so it's in between 2015 and 2020. It is a from software game. Uh, is this game a sequel? No. Okay. Um what is is this game so it is a from software game released in between 2015 and 2020 it's not a sequel mm-hmm. Um does a main character of this game wield a katana No. Solid. Ooh. Um. 
thinking, I'm thinking. Was this game a PlayStation exclusive? Yes. This game, does this game take place in ye olde England? Yes. Solid. Is this game Bloodborne? Yes, it is. For someone who doesn't like From Software games, it's always a From Software game. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <clears throat> it was going to be Sekiro, and then Bryant had to ruin it. You know, you should have given it to me. That would have been the best 20 questions of all time. No questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I contemplated for like half a second while I was saying, how dare you? Should I keep it? Should I keep it Sekiro? And then I thought, no, I'm going to pivot to Bloodborne. But I'm going to make them think it's Sekiro until they ask a very specific Sekiro game, like the Katana. Yeah. So that's when I changed it to Bloodborne. Um, was in that split second when I was just being like, how dare you? <laughs> um, well, there you have it, folks. Aaron's favorite game company is from software. As it it's true. Be. I'm a big fan. I can't wait for their take on Mario. Um, folks, this has been Best Friends Gaming Pod. And, of course, you can find us each and every week on your favorite podcast service. Uh, find us on the internets at Weisscast. Find me at the Weiss is Right or, or Slayernator on Twitch and uh, what are the other things? Like Steam? I don't ever play Steam. I play Polytopia Xbox. on Xbox and PlayStation and... Um, yeah uh ian uh you can find me on my personal instagram at ilarson530 i'm pretty sure that's my uh tag on xbox no that's my tag on playstation uh and if you are interested in watching some Twitch streaming in the next couple of weeks join me at good day gaming also on instagram can be found uh i think that's it bryant you can find me on instagram and twitter at bk stinson 08 that's where i'll be hanging out that's where he be if you want to talk uh premier league or anything soccer tweet at bryant but if you don't want to talk about those things just just stay away from him <laughs> <laughs> the US right. the United States and Iran are in a World Cup group together. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know, here's, maybe here's uh, World War Three. <laughs> nope. The world's a crazy place. The world's a real crazy place, full of unexpected twists twists and turns. Um until next week. Stay uh stay frosty. My own outro music. It it is so sweet. Bum 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 b